0: Section 39 of The Catholic's Ready Answer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Catholic's Ready Answer by Rev. M. P. Hill. Section 39. Faith. A Misconception. Faith is a groping in the dark. It is unreasonable to admit anything without evidence. To make an act of faith in the experiences of another is a thoughtless act, which afterward comes home to one in the shape of pestering doubts. Harnik. Dogmengeschichte. The truth. To believe a thing is to accept it on the authority of another. If I should meet with a friend whom I knew to be truthful, and should be told by him that he had seen a certain person in a certain place and at a certain time, I should accept his statement without any hesitation. His honesty and his means of knowing the fact in question are a sufficient guarantee for the truth of a statement. This is an act of faith of the purely human kind. This human faith is as widespread as the human race. Credence is given to the assertions of trustworthy witnesses, and reasonably so. For a sincere and honest man who possesses a good pair of eyes and ears and who tells me that he has recently seen a third party, conversed with him and dined with him, may surely be believed, and would undoubtedly be believed by serious men. A judge receives the testimony of trustworthy witnesses without incurring the charge of thoughtlessness or levity. Religious faith holds as true what God has revealed. God, who has created human beings and conferred upon them the gift of speech, surely has it in his power to reveal a truth to one of their number. Should that man inform his fellow men of the revelation received, it will naturally require him to show his credentials. Should he confirm his teaching by genuine miracles, Reasonable men will believe him, because they know that God will not confirm an untruthful statement by a miracle. What is taught is held as true because it is revealed by God, who can neither deceive nor be deceived. This is surely a reasonable basis for supernatural faith. If I admit nothing without intrinsic evidence, I repudiate all human faith. There is not a line of written history in which I can put any faith. The teaching art especially as applied to the young, must be thrown aside, for it rests on the principle that the young cannot be taught unless they have an implicit reliance on the word of the teacher. As a rational being, I accept, in the first place, whatever is supported by intrinsic evidence. In the second place, I admit what another tells me if I am sure that my witness is truthful and possesses a knowledge of the fact. To do otherwise would be irrational. By those who deny the possibility of miracles, Supernatural religious faith is, of course, regarded as folly. The real folly lies in the denial of miracles, for if there is a God, he has the power of intervening in his own creation. Professor Harnack repudiates religious faith because he repudiates miracles. He repudiates miracles because he fails to see all that is implied in the idea of an omnipotent God. He holds that God made the world out of nothing. But surely, one who has made the universe by the simple fiat of his almighty power, can just as easily give sight to the blind, or raise the dead to life, or feed 4,000 men with five small loaves. Consistency is a jewel which we can hardly congratulate the professor on possessing. See the article entitled Miracles, in which the question both of the possibility and of the fact is fully discussed. End of section 39